You're listening to the Prairie Contractor Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Kyle with Dynamic on the Prairie Contractor Podcast. Welcome to episode number two. It is March 17th, 2021. Hope you liked last week's introduction. It was fun to uh, talk about uh, myself, my business, what we do, how we got there. And uh, from now on, I'm looking forward to dropping little Easter eggs about myself. Those who know me will probably know what I'm talking about. And those new to the podcast will be finding out what they may or may not mean. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if they'll be Avengers level uh, Easter eggs, but we'll see. This week, uh, I've got three things to chat about. I wanted to chat about uh, our mailbag and what that should be about, Uh, chat about the upcoming construction season and what things we'll be looking for and talking about with our customers, and uh, people. We want to invite people to come on and discuss that, what it could be. Going to the mailbag, what I want to do is ask or answer your questions, read out your comments. If you want to be on the podcast, drop me a line. Or if you want a shout out, whether you're a person in the construction industry, someone I know, a business, uh, I'm looking for for you know maybe just a quick spot just to promote those people I work with or do business with. So send send them my way. Send them through the app. Send them to through messaging apps, through social media, directly to me. Whatever works best. All right, now on to the upcoming construction season. Luckily for us Canadians, Albertans, the busy season is about to start, and then we're going to be in the mad dash right up till October, November, just trying to wrap those things up before it gets really cold and Christmas shows up. So one of the top projects that we do uh, in that time of year is uh, exterior renovations and remodels. And uh, just to chat about what that looks like for us is siding replacements, uh, exterior replacements, things like that. So what we want to look at when we meet with a client is to see what their goals are for this project. Are we updating to something that has no maintenance? Uh, Are we going to... uh, a new style are we going back to an old style i've been on many projects where vinyl siding was obviously the newfangled product and slapped onto a, a house and it, you know in some cases it just doesn't fit the style of home it's unfortunate but price considerations were usually the factor for a lot of these projects and i don't know what it is about alberta western canada i think it's just the span and transportation and access to building products. We just don't have a lot of homes 
with character i mean we do in select neighborhoods and areas of the home but if you really drive up and down some of the streets here in town you know they're just regular boxes and some of them are really hard to create their own character uh trying to think what area of the city would be similar to a McMansion where you just build a giant house. There's no planning for storage or room layouts or flow. It's just maximize the size of the home for its value and hopefully people see through rose-colored glasses when they walk in. But anyway, let's just jump back into exterior remodels. So we like to guide our clients through this process. As I mentioned, we do a lot of design builds. And what that means is we're going to figure this this sucker out. So I want to make sure when we're meeting with you that you're you're looking at the quality products and they, they fit what their intended purpose will be. Other things to look at would be energy savings and energy performance, perhaps maybe environmentally conscious products. Proper execution, that's a big thing too. And it's got to look great at the end of the day. Quality products now, vinyl siding, as I mentioned earlier, they are that is like the material to use. Probably some people are probably familiar with the fiasco that's been going in the the southern part of the province with uh, major hailstorms running through and basically shredding entire sides of homes to the nailing strip of vinyl siding. Me personally, I I neither love nor hate vinyl siding i think it has a purpose for building it's it's low maintenance it's inexpensive the technology is getting better uh, i mean you can get to, all the different manufacturers have their pros and cons and their different looks to their products so uh, when it comes down to a uh, project it's again it's execution making sure we're using it in the right way and detailing it the right way another big one is uh, proportions just making sure when you're installing it you're starting at the right elevation you're uh, if you're incorporating other build, building materials like maybe smart trim or maybe uh, lux paneling or something like that like you're doing it in the right way so it looks right you know you know the rule of thirds is usually pretty pretty good rule when you're uh, figuring out the layout of something uh, alternate siding products uh, they're they're pricey uh, but they get the job done and they look great um, cement board siding great product I think when done right um, edge sealing that's a huge thing make sure it doesn't swell up and cause issues it can be repainted fire rated uh, I know that's a big consideration now with how how close they're building homes. Most homes, spec homes, they have vinyl siding, so they have a, a fire rating on on the uh, interior wall framing. Uh, not the interior wall framing, but you don't see it behind the siding. Things like glass rock, rock wall insulation, half inch uh, fire rated drywall usually gets the job done. But with some uh, cement board siding, you don't really need to deal uh, with extra fire fire assemblies, fire rated assemblies. There's also uh, engineered products. So uh, it's, I like those products as well because uh, we're reusing wood products. We're pressing it together. We're waxing them. We're adding, I forget, I was looking up what it is, some sort of 
borate product, I think, just to treat and make sure it has the maximum longevity. But it's a little bit more maintenance, I would think. I'm not sure if the finishes last quite as long. Well, to vinyl siding, I think you're probably looking at repainting in the 15 to 20 year, year range. If uh, the product hasn't been entreated or end-sealed, or if there's not proper flashing details to divert water away, you could have some swelling just like the Hardy products. But I'm a fan of uh, the Smart Trim line, just giving you know front of homes characters things like that uh my own house in mournville uh, i wind up wound up using uh hardy hardy trim and i didn't i didn't really cheap out and just do the front and side elevation because i'm a core corner house i'm i just did all the windows all the corners just use it as an accent to all the windows just to to me, maintain consistency so it looks sharp. Then you get into the, the heavy products, stucco and masonry. To me, you just have to have qualified trades do that kind of work. Um, masons, certified masons, journeyman masons, they know what to do with their products. Well, that's not exactly true. I have, I have been involved in many horror stories of uh, improper installation and building envelope design for products like brick and stucco. Water does a lot of damage in a short period of time. It finds a way, if you let it, into your building envelope. I've, I've removed stucco off condo buildings, homes, and it's just one small little detail that usually causes catastrophic damage to the wall sheeting or framing and you're tearing out rotten framing and reframing and it just turns into a big mess. So those products are great for accent details or for your whole, whole home. And you want to make sure whoever you're having do that work knows what they're doing. Cause you'll, you'll waste a lot of money having that replaced. So uh, make sure you vet your guys, you ask them details, do a little research on your own. So, you know, a little bit of the detail or ask your local contractor see what information they have if they're just saying oh, i'm just throwing any any old guy that uh, comes in at under 10 bucks a square foot or square yard whatever it is uh, probably not the greatest guy to, to have work on your home uh man so much for a 10 minute podcast <laughs> <laughs> that was my goal for this thing so it's probably going to go on a lot longer i didn't realize i could talk to myself for for this amount of time now we've talked about the quality products uh energy savings energy efficiency this is going to be a big topic coming up um, it can be an expensive investment on its own uh, or actually an inexpensive investment on its own i mean usually you can add a an insulation package for 1500 2000 bucks to a home but what you may not realize is you're bringing out the final elevation of whatever siding product you're doing and most windows only have about an inch to an inch and quarter build out from the frame from the wall so that starts to complicate a lot of building details so what do you do do you look at 
including a window and door package as well. I mean, it's probably not an extra $20,000 you were looking to already invest on another twenty dollars to $30,000, depending on the level of work. But at the same sense, like, what, what do you do uh, if you're thickening a wall quite a bit? Like, are you going to rely on flashing details and add more capping around windows and things like that? It might be inexpensive, but if it's not done right, again, it could cause a great deal of problems. Uh, is it environmentally friendly? Uh, that's going to be a big consideration for a lot of building products. You don't really realize where you're building products come from till you start thinking about it and talking about it first off you need to get the resources to make the product so whether it's coming out of the ground as a, as a mineral as a oil things like that like it's a very intensive process to remove these then you got to look at the manufacturer right are you using extruded star foam products are you using spun mineral wool i mean they're starting to make insulations out of mushrooms and wool <laughs> sheep's wool i don't or was, did i see one that was out of cotton the other day um actually i even got a, an email about a, a a manufacturer in india who was making a polyester cotton hybrid insulation and was looking to try and get it into canada i'm probably not the ideal guy to 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 talk to about something like that but there is a ton of products out there and again that energy efficiency and environmentally friendly idea like are you looking at it as an environmental issue are you looking at it as a carbon carbon issue i mean when you look at renovating a house, you're probably leaving a lower carbon footprint as opposed to going out and building a brand new home. So to me, yeah, you're probably not helping your carbon footprint, but in the long term and upgrading that insulation value and that energy performance, you're probably going to make it back. I know BC is now in their building code going to start implementing a code to have basically have a zero zero carbon footprint in their their homes or in how they build their homes so they're going to want you to do away with natural gas appliances essentially and that's going to be a big argument for a lot of people now you can't do that in canada but i mean the biggest thing how do we get cheap electricity to run these things how do we make the electricity electricity to not cause issues to the environment how do we store excess electricity so we're not wasting it in the power grid we're going to be a lot of things to come and a lot of discussion about that <laughs> down the road uh, proper execution now that is to me a big thing uh, because I hate getting those phone calls where people are, they need a handful of siding put back on or their fascia on the second story is blown off. It drives me bonkers because there's nothing easy about getting onto the front of a home on the second floor where there's nowhere to place a scaffold and they're not going to pay you to bring out uh, a Zoom Boom for uh, $1,000 to, to replace a, a single piece of fascia. So there's always that consideration about safety and how do we get up here can we build a platform are we going to set up some sort of pump staging to get up there it's it drives me bonkers and it's just simple things like just trying to make an effort to have your your nails hit a stud and seat that nail properly or add that extra nail 
weather barriers are we are we taping those things right are we using tape in the right spots are we installing flashings when we have a change in siding material are we using a flashing above the door sill flashing or above doors and windows a sill flashing underneath do you know the building code for when it's not required um, above a window or door it all depends on its distance from the soffit line things like that uh, rain screen uh, that is something now even though you're technically maybe not building on a project it is a consideration to me uh, there may not be a you know a quarter inch base for water to get down in, in some of our installations but just ensuring if there's water getting in there it's getting uh, a chance to come down get out somewhere through whether it's a through wall flashing or a drip cap flashing or a weep hole somewhere it's it's pretty pretty important that we're still considering that even though it's not a, a pertinent detail now nailing like i said nailing the siding properly having the flashing in the right spots details kick out flashings where uh, lower roof lines had a gable or a sidewall like those are big things that need to be done then they're they're big in a sense that they'll cause or save you a lot of heartache down the road so asking those questions from your contractor is like and uh, you know, seeing if they have an understanding of what you're asking, and they're able to relay that to you, or if they have like that blank stare, uh, then maybe it's it's time to move on or something like that. Or uh, if it's a subcontractor to your main contractor, just have that conversation and bring it up. It's like, what what do they know? Do they understand what your expectations are for quality and details? You no contractor or no decent contractor should get mad at you for asking those questions and looking to be educated about them. So, I mean, realistically, long story short, and we've already been through the long story, things need to happen properly underneath your brand new siding exterior package to ensure that it looks sharp and not, you know, fall off uh, before, you know, it's 15 to 20 year lifespan for some products. But really, we want to shoot for beyond that that's basically my spiel on the upcoming exterior remodel season before we sign off i want to just chat a little bit about uh, having guests come on now uh, basically i just want uh, people within my network or people that have something awesome to say to drop me a line figure out what are we going to do how are we going to do this are we going to do an interview format or a round table maybe we'll have a few guys come on been researching the best way to do that maybe we'll be doing that over zoom just to keep that social distancing going and ensuring we're doing that safely Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have somebody on to, to chat about something other than myself. <laughs> uh, was there anything else? I think that's about it. So other than that, we will catch you next week. Please don't forget to uh, rate and review on uh, wherever you get your podcasts on. Uh, mention it uh, when you see it on either your Facebook or your LinkedIn feeds. And we will be having this uploaded as well to our YouTube channel that will be started. So it'll be great. Hopefully, 
in the next little bit too. We'll have that on the uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, wherever else I can get it on. That's that's free. We I think we got to build a few few episodes and get an RSS feed going. So whatever that means, we're gonna figure it out. So other than that, we will talk to you or chat with you next week. Have a great week. Innovative Media.